What's up? How are you, Sully? What's going on? Where are you at in this big wide world? Uh, I'm actually in Florida heading to uh, my drummer's house right now. We get to go over a couple of things, so I'm just en route to head in that direction. But yeah, I'm in I'm in uh, southern Florida, the west side. Nice. Very nice. Well, uh, mate, it's, uh, it's great to talk to you, even if you're on the way yeah, doing business stuff. Never ends. Thanks, I appreciate. It. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know got a rec- big record coming out. So, oh yeah, so you do. Right hey, out. yeah, <laughs> and you know what, man? I've got to say the new Godsmack album, uh, "Lighting Up the Sky," is uh, out this week on February twenty four, and this thing is a fucking banger, dude. It's, yeah, nice. It's so good, man. Like, and I, uh, I can't even begin to tell you why, but you know, you stated that the album is a journey. And that's definitely true, both musically and lyrically. There's a, a shit ton to unpack here. There's themes of, you know, unity and, and patronism and heartbreak and, and navigating this life and its challenges in general. But, you know, when putting this thing together, where was the first starting off point with those themes for you? Do you did you have to take a step back and analyze everything where you were in life? No, because actually... You know, we okay, so we all know that we've been infected with, you know, COVID and politics and all this garbage that tipped the world upside down over the Mm. last few years. But what it created for us was the timing couldn't have been any better. I mean, not that I not that I'm endorsing COVID and what happened throughout that. But for us, we were ending the Legends Rise touring cycle. So we were coming off on a break anyways. And then our mission was to just take a little time off and jump in the studio and do the next record. And none of this being our last album and all that stuff was even talked about. We, it wasn't even on our radar. We Mm. were just, you know, getting ready to kind of go in and, and do that. And then that hit, right? So what it created for us was time. And as we were in there pounding away, we just stopped and we looked at each other at one point and we're like, what are we doing? Why are we in such a hurry? The world is a mess right now. There's Mm. no touring. Nothing's going to happen for a while. You know, this is going to take a while to clean this thing up. So see you when I see you. Like, I'll I'll come back later with some better songs and, like, we don't have. So the process, because there was no urgency, created the degree of time for us to be able to come and find the best of the best and not have to just, you know, grind away every time you do a record like that you know you'll find your gems but then there's always some b cuts and sometimes people like them and sometimes they're just album fillers you know because eventually you got to know when enough is enough and you got to put your record out but in this case this was one of those things that i told the band i am only looking for seriously beautiful big fat hooks and melodies i want every song on this record to have the potential to be a single mm. because that's what I want for the level of quality for this record. And so when that started and then little by little, you know, we would show up and go, Hey, you got this idea. We'd work it out. We'd record it and then see you when I see you. Right. And then when the next guy or if I had the next brilliant idea that, you know, we were going to go back in the studio, we'd work it out, record it. And then it, sometimes it was months, months and months and months before we seen each other. So, 
I think that's really a big reason of why, you know, this, this record for us sounds strong from front to back. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it is, man. It's a really, really strong record. And, you know, you've stated in the press, you know, a few times that, you know, it's the last album for you. But is that, you know, it's a strong way to go out. But to, just to clarify, the band is, is going to continue in a live format, right? Yeah, but- that's the plan. You know, we're not announcing a breakup or a farewell tour. We're just letting people know that this is probably going to be the last full body of work. Hmm recorded for Godsmack, you know, and there's so many reasons behind that, but you know, it's, it's been an emotional decision to make because music is something we've always done with our entire lives. And so we're just thinking that maybe it's time to kind of be smart about this, to honor the fans. You know, when you go see your favorite bands and you go see Metallica and Aerosmith, do you, you really looking forward to their new record? I mean, maybe there's a song or two that you dig in, right? But most of the time, you're like, you go see Aerosmith. You want you want to see Walk This Way and same old song and dance and Train Kept a Roll and like, you know, how do you not play those songs? They're the soundtrack to people's lives. And I'd like to think after 26 top 10 singles now and 12 number ones, you know, if we pull another three or four off this album, which is very possible, yes, you know, it has the material. We'll be at 30, 30 top 10 singles. Like that means we could do back to back nights in an arena, play 15 songs a night, and never play the same single twice, let alone the B cuts. Right. So at what point do you need to honor that career and go out and give the people what they want to hear? And that's what we're looking forward to. We're just, we're not, it's not the end. We're just ending one chapter in our lives and we're going to open up a new chapter and, start to enjoy the sunset years by creating a greatest hit show. What about singles, you know, dropping the odd tune here and there? Is that something that, that might be on the cards? I don't think so. I don't yeah. feel that right now. I mean, you can never say never, yeah. but right now it feels right. The way this record laid out, the story it tells and how it ends and how this record ends where the first record begins, yeah. it feels very resolved right now and it feels very complete. And I don't even know how I would top that. It's really so. Sad, <laughs> it's it's like if you're going to stop making albums on any it, this, this is this would be it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, you know, it's always good to go out on top. Nobody likes to see people get knocked out after a while, you know, when Tyson kept going and then everyone was beating them up, it was a total bummer. You know, if Tom Brady keeps playing and he starts to, you know, get worse and worse, like it's going to be a bummer. Like I'd rather be remembered on top. Yeah. Then, you know, be, be dyeing my hair black and wearing leather jackets and studs when I'm 65 years old in some nightclub. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing that, dude. I, I'm not doing. I promised myself I wouldn't do that. Well, um, I mean, you're you're one of those all rounder kind of guys that can do everything musically. I'm jealous of that. But you know, I've always thought that you're one of the best and strongest voices in heavy music, man. And you know, on this record, there's some really, really incredible performances and like harmonies. Like in truth, um, there's that build before it hits that solo, and then it blends. Mm. That oh, dude. That's like goosebumps. It's incredible, nice. man. I really, that's like one of my favorite little moments. And there's so many little bits and pieces all through this album, you know, 
how much prep goes into that before you hit the studio? You think, oh, this bit might work this way and this way, or is it sort of just on the fly experimenting? Yeah, you know, I don't write those moments as much as they just happen. Mm. Um, and I and I honestly got to say, without sounding like a weirdo, I really feel like something something guided us on this one. Like, I feel like we channeled something from somewhere and we were gifted a lot of really great songs for this record. And it's so funny because when we started this album, we were going like, what the fuck are we going to write about? Like, <laughs> I don't even know like a, a single topic right now that I want to talk about. Like everything is just okay. And I don't know, you know, like, I don't know what this record's going to be about. I don't know what the music's going to sound like. I don't know what the lyrics are going to be about. And we really went in there kind of cold and blind, you know, and then one by one, you know, a song came together and then the lyrics and the melodies happen to really complement that emotion of the song. And when those, and when that happens, that's when the perfect storm happens. When you have like a really dramatic piece of music and then you find a topic that complements that and the melody on top of that really marries itself to the emotion of the song. That's when you, you win. You know, that's when you find the biggest songs. Hey, Jude, Stairway to Heaven. Like, I think those those kind of songs really resonate. There's, I mean, there's a million examples out there, but um, but I really feel like we were kind of guided on this one, you know, because I, I don't feel like I put a lot of effort into it. They just came when they came. And maybe it's because we had the luxury of time and we could be patient and just wait for our next really good idea to develop because you can go home and spend time with your kids and your friends and, you know, you're vacuuming the house and doing whatever you're doing. And then this melody hits and you go shit, you know, and you start to grab it and document it. And that's the one you bring into the studio and work out with the guys you know, when you have that kind of time, you, you can just allow the universe, let's call it, to kind of, you know, send these melodies to you because I don't know where they come from. You know, I just try to capture them before they pass through me and lose them. Keith Richards mentioned something like that a little while ago. He's like, it, it, where it gets a little little spiritual, where yeah. <laughs> they come from somewhere, man. You know, there's something out there that's like a, a muse. Feeds you the, the yeah, yeah he's, I think he said he was like an antenna or something, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. That's how I feel. Like I just feel like, you know, there's there's. Listen, I'm gonna tell everybody out there. That if you guys have ever seen TED Talks on YouTube, you ever see those TED? Yep. T E D. Yeah, TED yep. Talks. They're great, right? And there's a lady named Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the lady that wrote Eat, Pray, Love, New York Times bestseller, blah blah blah, international bestseller, um, and she does a, a really amazing creative speech. It's like a 15, 20 minute talk, but I encourage anybody who's a musician or an artist or an actor or a painter or somebody that's creative to watch this. Cause she talks about this exact thing, how we as people put too much pressure on ourselves and call ourselves geniuses. When back in the day, you were known to have a genius if you were doing stuff that was brilliant, whether you were a bullfighter or whatever. And you had those moments of, you know, grandeur and all that stuff. And then over the years, we've kind of, you know, twisted that around and put that pressure on ourselves. So therefore, when we create, you know, if, if we're not in the best place, and the stuff isn't coming out right, and we're grinding away, 
you know, you start to think of yourself as a failure or are you going to be, is your last record going to be your last success or the last movie you did? Is that, you know, are you only as good as your last movie and all that stuff? And you have to be able to release that, you know, to, to this kind of external entity that, you know, is there and, and can help you bring these lightning bolts, right? Bring these like creative ideas and these big melodies and whatever it is, a beautiful performance, right? So my job is just to show up every day and go to work, right? Cause I'm just a dumb mule like everyone else on this planet. Like I have to go there and I have to fucking grind it out and pick up a pen and pick up a guitar and try to <laughs> search for these things. And so, but now I, I work differently and I can look over in the corner and, and pretend there's some imaginary elf or being or something that's higher powered than me that sends me these ideas. And I can say, listen, you know, I'm here doing my fucking job. And if this album sucks, it's your fault too. So you better <laughs> send me some shit. Unless, you know, so that's kind of like, that's, I love that. And it changed the way I work, you know, so um, to take that pressure off. So now I just let these things happen when they happen, you know, and if they're great, they go on a record. And if they're not, they go in the trash can. I love it. I love it. I love that whole look on it, man. Cause I've been thinking a shit ton about it of late, but uh, mm. man, of course uh, this year, August 25th is the 25th anniversary of the first album. And uh, I remember going into a CD store and remember listening to it on one of those old school booths. You kids don't remember CDs, but I do. Um, you have the headphones, in the booth and man what a i still remember that day it was it was a kick-ass day and i bought the cd so do you do you have plans to celebrate it to celebrate the release of, of the 25th anniversary of the first album oh um when was that july june july of 98 august that's 25th. Yeah, that's, oh it was august okay oh we signed the deal in june i think um I don't know, man. I I haven't even thought about that, to be honest with you. And that's kind of cool that you reminded me that it's been 25 years this year. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have anything special planned. And I, you know, I think, I think the band may purposely have just not um, wanted to make a big deal about it because... Mm -hmm we want we feel this record is so good that we want we don't want to dilute the you know the focus on the record absolutely yeah so i think it's more about that it's more about like let's make this thing the best thing that we can do but within the show we're going to be celebrating our career so it's all going to be a part of that anyways you know awesome man Awesome. And can we expect to see you? Uh, last question, of course. Can we expect to see you <clears throat> down here in Australia very soon or in the near future? I hope so, man. I, I personally haven't even seen my schedule yet, except for what we're doing April, May right now. But I know they're putting together tentative tours for the rest of the world. And I don't know what that looks like yet because I haven't seen any international dates yet. Um, and it's not because they're not there. Uh, it's just because I haven't seen them. But yeah, I mean, listen, dude, I love Australia. I love the people. I love the the vibe there. I love, you know, everything about your country. I think it's really cool. And I was psyched to get there finally when we got there. And um, I'm always looking forward to coming back and playing other parts of the world. I'm just hoping that this record really responds out there 
So we appreciate people like you getting behind it and supporting it. Cause what we really want to do is get the level of the show that we do here in America out to other countries like yourselves. And so that just means that the record needs to connect and draw the masses in. And if we have the, the demand for the band and the people there and want to see this, um, then of course we'll be there. We need it. We need some God smack in our lives down here, bro. We're going to keep the beers cold and the barbecue going. Reef we go when you, when you come. I love it. Let's love go. It. <laughs> Sully, it's, uh, it's been great talking to you, man. And uh, man, this new album is just incredible. Um, lighting up the sky. It's out on the 24th of February. And we'll have all the links on the site and down here in the show notes. Brother, you have a kick-ass day. Say hello to the rest of the band. Thank you. And uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. Keep rolling, brother. Sounds good, man. Hope to see you soon. <laughs>